0: Introversion, what's going on everybody, I wanted to do this episode, because, you know, we we live in a culture that is kind of very extroverted, It, it tries to make everyone extroverted like itself, um, it really doesn't help you at all if you're if you're not extroverted yourself, and I think that we can learn from introverts and ex- extroverts, but the problem is we have a a society that is stuck on extroversion, um, and with with COVID. You know some, You know there was a involuntary slide towards introversion, but that didn't. That slide was very uh, unhealthy. It was done very imbalanced, and there was a lot of problems with the way it was done. You know, not. Even, I'm not even talking necessarily about like the response to COVID. I'm talking more about like the introverted response. Which we might get into in another episode. Because I... There's a lot of misinformation, I think, about introversion. And I want to go into this in episodes in the future, perhaps. But, uh... Anyways. But because we had to live by ourselves for a while. And because most people are stuck in ext- extroversion. it created a situation where... You didn't know how to perceive as an introvert. You didn't know how to live as an introvert. Um, and so really what this episode is going to be about is um, the idea that it's okay to be an introvert and that we need to learn to be <clears throat> more introverted as a society, in some ways, because um, we have this new phenomenon—I mean, I, I guess it's not that new, but it's new in comparison to our evolution—called um, it's called social media. You may have heard of it. You know, <laughs> it, it, uh, it has its moments, but oftentimes what i find with people not necessarily with myself because i don't really go on social media that much and i didn't really cared about it that much um unless i'm communicating something or whatever but i never really cared about likes or follows as much as most people do but anyways they go on social media and if you know a post doesn't get enough likes or if it doesn't get like if, say, they do a one post and it gets 400 likes, and but they do another post and it only gets, let's say, 13 likes. They go like, oh, I, this is so bad, nobody likes me, this kind of thing. Um, because they don't know how to distance themselves from others. They have to be liked by others is not going to be possible because uh, <laughs> so there's this interesting phenomenon it's called the dumb the dunbar number um and it absolutely relates to what we're talking about here because basically this number is the amount of people that you could know and socialize and be friends with um you know a seal a social group whatever you want to call it that number is actually surprisingly low it's about 150 um and honestly that even seems really high if you're an introverted person you you would look at that number and go like what that doesn't seem that seems really high um so, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some things, interesting things about that we can talk about, I'm sure. And so, basically, you know, you have this number, which is basically between like 100 and 250. Most people say it's about 150 so um, the and so you have this need to be liked on social media but not everybody is going to like you because of this this idea right the number 100 200 and <clears throat> you know if you don't get enough likes you might feel you know abandoned or whatever like oh no i don't have enough likes or i don't have enough things like this and so we have a culture that is more and more and more dependent upon likes and follows and views rather than on anything of actual value I mean, you could have a video, a cat video, that has ten million views, but it's not going to give you anything of, of value. I mean, it's a cool video; it's it's got some cute kitties or whatever, but it's not it's not really that important, um, right? And so you <laughs> you have a situation now where people can create content. That does them no good. Does the people who watch it no good? Um, But it still gets ten million views, five million views, three million views, whatever. Even though it has literally no value to it, Um, (laughs) and so you have this freaky uh, situation now where you need to be liked even more you know because if you if you knew some people right let's because to give an example right back in the day when there was no social media and you just lived in a town if you found somebody who didn't you didn't like or whatever you didn't like them and they didn't like you you could avoid that person you could stay away from that person they could stay away from you whatever it is unless you work together you could you could deal with Uh. staying away with that person but if you're on social media and you find somebody who doesn't like you or that you don't like them or whatever you sure you can block that person but they can create a fake account or something and then they can still mess with you and they can still get in under your skin and things like this because you're stuck on dating people to survive. Um for whatever reason, right? And so the point of this is really that you you really need to learn how to distance yourself from this kind of stuff. Especially social media. Social media is not that good for you to be honest with you. It's probably one of the worst things for your brain. Uh, When it comes to pretty much anything, because it's basically just programmed to uh, play play off of your dopaminergic responses, just give you more and more dopamine hits. You know, if video games are like this as well, actually, it's it's really freaky, and so you have a situation where the more that you get likes, the more you get views, the more you get that dopamine hit. But then if that, those likes, but then you're now dependent upon those likes and those views, right? Especially if you're very, very deeply um, stuck on others. You know, there's, there's a, this book that I was reading and it was telling me about how they think that people who have negative thoughts think only of themselves or think mostly of themselves. But I don't think that's actually true at all. Actually, what I find to be actually more freaky in some ways is that, typically speaking, what I find is that the negative thoughts have to do with others or have to do with your relationship with others. Um, You know, to give you an example of this you a really good example of self-consciousness because self-consciousness is a kind of fear of what others think of you it's not about you it's about what others think of you right if there was no others what would you think what would you be self-conscious about um well anger if you're angry at yourself, like what is that really gonna, let me, you can be angry at yourself, but really you're only angry at yourself because you did something and somebody else was watching. Or you uh, you, you have a social responsibility in your head to be a good person or whatever, you know, and you weren't in a certain situation or whatever it was. it's not about you at all. It's about the other person. And so we have a culture that's very, very, very dependent upon others in this way, which makes what happened with COVID so tragic because um, you would think that what happened was the pandemic happened, the lockdowns happened, and... It gave people a chance to distance themselves from others and from social media and things like this to kind of get their priorities in check, get their passions and values in check. But really, what happened is people became more and more dependent upon social media, more and more reliant upon social media, which actually made them more and more dependent upon social media in virtual rather than on. Going places and being places and things like this, which is where the extroverted had its, had its uh, value, uh, right? Because you can, you know, the and I want to go into the values of introverts and extroverts, and eventually in an episode, but uh, you know, like you can say that you can be an extrovert, you can go places, you can do things, you can be all over the place and do all kinds of different things and this kind of thing. But then, you know, COVID happens. Nobody's allowed to go outside where are they going to go, right? And so people who are pretty, pretty dependent on others as it is became even more dependent upon social media, became even more dependent upon uh, video games and dependent upon... Uh, you know Netflix and all these other things that don't really necessarily help them as much but just keep them on this sort of hamster wheel of open meeting responses, um, which is not introversion, uh, maybe an unhealthy version of introversion, but that's not introversion. You know, we have this mistaken and oftentimes ignorant idea about what introversion is in psychology as well and that idea is that introverts are just shy they're anxious around people and they're you know they're like afraid of you know being seen as uh you know dumb in front of people or whatever it is right i mean that honestly to be be honest with you is not necessarily an introverted person you know one can be an extrovert but still be a shy person it's not an introverted thing exclusively Um, and because you have this mistaken understanding about what introversion is it leaves it creates its own sort of philosophy within itself that being uh, quiet you know being that person who likes to be by himself must be shy must be socially anxious and so if I'm doing that I must be shy myself uh, that's kind of thing when that's not at all it's true in fact we need to learn from introverts we don't learn from introverts at all in society we have this idea that we have to be Extroverted to be accepted, um which created the situation we're seeing now with social media. Our people are too dependent on social media. And people are so dependent on these different things that they fall apart if they don't get them right. And so the va- the value. Okay. So yeah, they don't understand the value of being an introverted person, and they don't understand what introversion is in the first place. Which creates a situation where they have no outlet for, and they have no way to, or not, not outlet, they have plenty of outlets, that's actually the problem in some ways. But they have no way to distance themselves from these things. You know, a lot of people want to talk about how social media is good for you and, and all this stuff, or that it's not good for you. I think there are uh, arguments you can make about how good it is for you and how, how not good it is for you, but most of the time what I find is that it's it's really not good for you, because it's it's based off of things that are very, very permanent I mean, it's always crazy. I mean, always. happiness. itself oftentimes seems to be based on things that are very, very permanent. But, like, in the case of social media, it, it doesn't take very much at all for something very fundamental to change very, 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 very quickly. Like, you know, one minute you have a tweet or a post or whatever that has 300 million v- views or whatever. Especially if you're on TikTok. TikTok has so many views for so many videos. It's crazy sometimes, right? But then another video you did, it only has 3,000 views. You're going, what is happening? Like, why am I getting... And so if you're dependent on views, uh, especially with a volatile uh, platform like TikTok, you're not really going to be all that stable as a person. Um... You know, we, we've been talking about, you know, there's, there's this new thing going on with it when it comes to, uh, what is that person's name? Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvane, I don't know if you know who this is, but you know, this is like an example of, I think, this interesting problem where you're seeing a person who, you know, doesn't really look right. Like, he doesn't act like a person should be acting. <laughs> it's really reeky. Um, and, you know, you have people, I mean, I'm not saying that they're doing this on purpose or anything, but I think there are a lot of people who are doing what they're doing because it, 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 it's popular and it gives them a lot of views, which makes them feel good, which isn't necessarily a good reason to do anything. (laughs) Um, right. But that's the extreme need to be needed, extreme need to belong to something. Um, Which is why we're seeing the culture war as well, like, you know, politicals, uh, conservative and liberal and all the stuff we're we're seeing. Because we're seeing the situation where people are on social media and their brains are rotting from the information they're getting. You know, because you have these people on both sides, really, of the political arguments. Uh, of of the political spectrum who are just like absolutely insane um and you just listen to what they're saying you're just like what that's that's not that doesn't make any sense because at that level it's not really even about the positions at all it's about looking popular becoming popular staying popular and that creates its own set of problems and values within it, within it, and that is really what we're seeing right now, um, because we don't know how to uh, distance ourselves from these things. It's really not a good thing to be honest with you that social media is as popular as it is. Um, I mean, social media has its moments, and there are certain exceptions, I think, to this rule, um, you know, like you you can look at like Clubhouse or whatever, and it's a bit different because you're you're basing it on more of a conversation based platform. You're not really necessarily going to be stuck on views and, and likes as much, right? Because like, there's no way to necessarily like a certain kind of content. You can follow a certain kind of content, and it, perhaps you can get the same kind of rush this way as well. But with, you know, certain things like this, you get, it's, it's a bit different, right? Because you're not getting in it in the same way. Um, And so you might want to be one of the, if you're, if you're one of those people who are like looking at others and you're just like, I don't know if I want to be like this, but I feel like I have to be this way because, you know, like that's what people want and expect me to be. All I want to tell you is that it's okay to be introverted. Um, And so I want to go into what I think introversion is and what I think introversion is not. Because we have a... Even in psychology, they don't understand introversion. Um, Right? Because they don't understand... They don't really understand... Uh what introversion is how it works what it looks like you know when you're looking at the big five system um or when you're looking at any society when you're looking at society as well all you all you really see when it comes to introversion is the negatives of what extroversion is not right (laughs) like just not what introversion is um you know, it, it would be like looking at a chair or trying to define a chair by saying what it, a chair isn't, right? A chair isn't a couch. A chair isn't a airplane. A chair isn't this. A chair isn't that. You know, that's what they're doing with introversion. It's not about what introversion is. It's about what extroversion isn't, um, which is not how you should be defining introversion. And that creates its own philosophical set of problems that we're seeing now in society um you know because <clears throat> the truth of the matter is is that if you aren't able to use both of these extroversion and introversion in certain qualities in certain ways you're probably not very uh health healthy as a person to be honest with you because the extrovert oftentimes is very extremely extroverted um the introvert is oftentimes extremely introverted uh, i'm pretty ex- extremely introverted to be honest with you but that's i do that for different reasons because what I do involves a lot of thought and involves a lot of sitting there and just like looking at something. Um, it requires a lot of time to just sit with no no distractions or no uh, text messages or anything like this. Um, I don't really do that as much as I used to, but I still do that sometimes. And so that requires a bit of a different response. Um and so your situation might be different. But anyways, what is introversion? What isn't introversion? Because to be honest with you, I think we need to really start to come to understanding both of these things. And we can't understand introversion by listing its negatives, listing the negatives of what extroversion is, because that's what we're doing oftentimes when we're looking at introversion we're looking at what extroversion isn't oftentimes and that's not necessarily it's a good good starting point perhaps but it's not um absolutely what's needed in this process so what is introversion how does it work what does it look like this kind of thing right and this is where we go into the deep nature of the mind because uh extroversion is so extroversion is a uh, is more of a sort of outward based uh creation right it's not necessarily based on the mind as much and so you get, can get very extroverted and you can find yourself doing a lot of things and you can find yourself being very busy those kind of thing but you, um, can have a lot of, um, breath, but not a lot of depth, which means like you can be engaged in a lot of things, but you go very shallowly with those things. And so the first quality of introversion is what you would use the word deepness, which means that you can go very deeply into something, um, you know, it's like entering water, right? An introvert, an extrovert would find a way of entering all uh, as much water as possible, and they could do that, perhaps. But they'd enter it very shallowly. They wouldn't really get to the deeper levels of it to find out what's in it, this kind of thing, right? The introvert will uh, go into it very deeply, but it'll go into it in only one or two basic spots. Right? So, breath versus death is, is the first basic distinction here. Um, you know, the, the ability to go into something deeply is something that we, we don't really uh, celebrate in culture, in society, because we don't understand what that means. You know, we could, we we have a very shallow culture in a lot of ways. It's very freaky. It's, it's very much based on like shallow things that don't you, give you as much value as these deeper elements that we're going into in these episodes, right? Like you know, the cons the consumers culture, for instance. Like advertisements are about like how this thing will make you happy. That thing will make you happy. Oh, this will make you rich, and it'll give you all kinds of you know this kind of thing. Uh, and so it's, and you best believe that that influences the minds of mi- millions of people. You may think that, that those kinds of advertisements don't actually influence you, but they actually do to a certain extent. They create their own sort of implicit philosophies that you can actually become aware of. And that's the deepness, right? Well, the extrovert can, can actually really get into um, now imagine imagine it this way, right? Imagine that you have a an extrovert and he's looking at all these different things. He's not actually going to be looking deeply at those things but he can kind of get the to the shallow end and he can help he can uh, find others that can go even further and they're extroverts and stuff like this but he can also find the introverts that go deeper and they can explain what's going on with this stuff to the extroverted if the extroverted dares to listen you know dares to understand this kind of thing and in that way you can kind of get a a deeper picture of what's going on right so the uh where was i going with this so the (laughs) the advertisements in a sense are attempting to because a lot of oftentimes we we have a lot of breath but not enough death we don't see what these advertisements are actually doing to us they're implicit philosophies they create in our society and culture um and that's that's that creates its own set of problems Honestly, but anyways, I'm gonna go into some other characteristics here. I might go into this whole breath versus death episode in another episode, perhaps. Um, so, we can go into some things that we know what introversion is, right? Introversion is a perhaps a more quiet. Um, that's honestly another bit of a misconception, to be honest with you, too, because you can actually be extroverted in a certain situation if it calls for you to be this way and it be introverted in another situation if it calls for you to be this way right that's natural and normal and useful if you're able to do that um and so this is in this preconception that introversion is quiet is not necessarily going to be accurate introversion is an inward process and introverts get energy from being by themselves being within themselves in this in this kind of way um and we can talk about that in the senses of like introversion introverted thinking introverted feeling, this kind of thing as well going deeper with that process but like you know your your introverted friend or you as an introvert can can go be by yourself for a while, and go very deeply into something, and deeply understand that thing at the same time, <clears throat> um, um. an introvert, and because that's true, oftentimes an introvert will see through the extrovert's bullshit. And what that basically means is that oftentimes the extrovert will sell you a package or the companies that act act all extroverted will sell you this package. But the introvert can actually go deeply in and notice what that package really is and go like, oh, that package is bullshit. That's just a package. That's not really what they are, right? And so this idea of like wolves and sheep's clothing or something like this Things like this, right? And so you can kind of see the bullshit of some of the extroverted positions, which is where I think a lot of this um, sort of anti-introversion stance comes from because the introverted person can see through your bullshit a little bit easier than an extrovert can. I mean, an extrovert can see through bullshit too, don't get me wrong, but the extrovert can create its own bullshit. In a lot of ways, I think we can all create our own bullshit. So that's not an extroverted or introverted thing. But I think honestly that the introvert probably would be more able to see through bullshit than an extrovert would. If the introvert isn't, doesn't have some small qualities of introverted deepness in some way. Right? Um... This, this idea of death versus breath is very important to this process because you, as an introvert, if you're an introvert, can kind of see where I'm pointing to. And you can take that information and you can use that and go even deeper with that and right, which is kind of like what an introverted thinking would be uh, in, some, in some senses or introverted intuition. You can even find other examples of this or find different points from this, right? And so the point basically is that we need to learn how to become more introverted as a society. Um, you know, introverts need to find a way of becoming more extroverted in some ways, if that's what's called war, and extroverts need to become, learn how to become more introverted. Uh, but it's all, it's really about context. Like, is it important to be extroverted in a library, right? Um, Probably not. And so that's, that's really where this comes into play. You know, if you find yourself in a situation, if you find yourself like overworked, overwhelmed by being around others, it's time to become introverted and it's time to become aware of these deeper metrics. If you find yourself becoming too comfortable or too slothful or whatever maybe it's time to become more extroverted this kind of thing and so you can start to see where this comes into play here but really the point of this was to get you to the point of understanding that introversion is okay there's nothing wrong with introversion um it's something we really need to understand more as a society but anyways hope you enjoyed this episode and i'll talk to you the next one